Welcome to Feeding Your Healthy Mind, a space where I reflect on ideas, concepts, and practices that can help us cultivate personal, physical, and mindful growth. Can small habitual changes really make us feel more connected, nourish our bodies and minds, as well as develop our consciousness? Let's expand our awareness, lean into discomfort, and find new ways to challenge what we know and how we think. Whether spiritual, psychological, or scientific, let's explore it all. Join me for the next few minutes in feeding your healthy mind. Welcome back to another episode of the Feeding Your Healthy Mind podcast. So in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about breakdowns and breakthroughs. And this is a topic I've really wanted to talk about for a while. And it's a bit hard to navigate because it doesn't really have a definition and not a one size fits all. And sometimes it's really difficult to understand if that's what you're experiencing or whether it's just a word we use to talk about certain experiences. I think sometimes when we're younger, especially in Western society, we've heard of things like midlife crisis and having a breakdown based on on evaluating where we are in our lives in comparison to other people, which often means we look at our lives through a microscope, constantly analyzing where in which we are on this journey that we've already predicted for ourselves with predetermined prerequisites and milestones. As if life is somehow this uphill journey where we start at point A and we end at point B, and this is the kind of gradient of achievement. Now, we all know that that's a concept that isn't necessarily true, and we go through many peaks and troughs in our lives. We go through many successes and we go through many failures, all of which encompass our whole experience called life. I really hope that's something that we as a globalized society can really begin to normalize and talk more about. But if we think specifically, we return specifically to this concept of breakdowns. Now, breaking is a point of contention where something snaps, perhaps, if we think about in physics, um, and down directionally is, is a direction. And it is a direction that has a connotation of going backwards or almost being lower. And that's also something we can change when we reframe our minds, because it's simply another direction, the same way that up, left and right are simply directions without any specific meaning. Though we have this coded language that we've created in culture and society to mean something that often lives on the scale between good and bad. Now, when I think about the first time I had a breakdown, if you will, I would say it was after my 20s, around the age of 23 to 25, And this isn't limited to a specific age um, when people experience certain things. It's usually big life-changing events or having to make decisions that can impact you and your life and those around you in a big way, or even someone else making a decision that impacts you in a really big way. Another another thing that can impact this is circumstance. Some of the common things I think that lead us to these kinds of experiences are the breakdown of a relationship, um, losing friends, uh, having disagreements with someone or family members that you're really close to, 
sometimes often speaking your truth to those that don't accept you for who you are and you realizing that that is no longer a space where you can feel safe. All of these things can really impact us emotionally and dysregulate us and make us feel things like we don't belong, what is our purpose, who do we have around us, they could make us feel lonely and isolated. And all of these emotions can contribute to bigger emotions or even more difficult emotions such as depression and stress and anxiety. Now, when you go through something like a breakdown, the, the usual reason I think that we, we collate all of those things to a breakdown is because we feel as though we're in a space where we cannot get out. We feel as though whatever we were, we were going towards or the path in which we thought we had for ourselves has now completely turned on its head and we feel kind of hopeless and and we don't know where to go. In my experience, it was very difficult. I spent a lot of days and a lot of time on my own, wanting to be on my own and not wanting to share anything. And that was completely okay. I think we need to feel that we are in isolation in order to understand that we are the only people that can reframe and bring ourselves out of such a situation. Saying that, however, support is really vital. There are so many people and agencies out there that can really support us in this situation. And some of them don't have to be talking face to face. Some of them can be therapy that we engage with online through talk. Some of them could be simply adding a new routine to our lives, uh, having a new process, trying to do something new. Um, maybe starting a new sport or moving to a different country or just kind of leaving everything that you know because what you know is what is causing your situation to be more difficult. Now when I went through something in my 20s um, I actually was fortunate enough to find yoga and meditation worked for me. Um, it allowed me to give myself space and journaling was a big part of that just writing out everything I was feeling I didn't necessarily have people around me who I was ready to speak to though I had friends and family around me I wasn't really sure about how to express what I was feeling or even if I wanted other people to know and that is also okay sometimes we don't need to share the details of what we're going through we just need to let others know those that care about us that we're not doing so well and we're working on it and if we do need them we'll let them know some of some reassurance like that is something i now look back on and think i could have really have shared that with people in order for them to stay close to me and not feel like i'd isolated myself I think it's important to let those that want to help you know that whether you're ready to receive it or whether you're not and where you are at that point, how much communication you do want and set that boundary. So in my case, when I seemed to have all this time on my hands because I'd, I'd isolated myself from people and what was going on in the external world, because I really couldn't get myself out of these thinking patterns of going over what I thought had changed or what I thought could have been or where I I went wrong or where I could have I guess there was a point of blame on my part and also anger and frustration towards the situation that happened 
and this is the thing i don't think the situation itself is really all that important to share sometimes it's really just the emotion it's how it makes you feel and what you're going through towards or related to the situation and sometimes getting through that or sharing that part where without so much detail is enough so having journaling to just be able to write down stuff and share stuff or get things out of my head without judgment without caring what I'd written really helped me offload and that's something I want to talk about so maybe in the next episode I'll talk about how journaling can really support with decompressing and reducing that stress and that mental load that we get sometimes and that gave me space that gave me space to think okay do I want to try something new is there a different element of life I want to explore and at that point though I've always been someone who's interested in exercise um and health I just really was drawn to yoga and meditation I have a family that really surrounds in that realm Um, an auntie who was a yoga teacher at the time who still is and my sister as well but I think I needed my own way to get into that path if it was for me and I really did find that having having my personal practice was really important to that journey I needed to know what yoga looked like for me, what kind of forms of yoga, what kind of practice, when I wanted to do it, how I wanted to do it. That was all up to me to create and that felt really empowering. As with meditation, when did I want to meditate? What did I want to do? I looked into books, I found exploring things was a really great way to to kind of channel all this space and energy I had because I wanted something new. And I feel that's a really important point when we're thinking about breakdowns and breakthroughs. We need to think about what we want and be honest about it. And that can be really difficult. So when we're really low and we're not sure where to go, exploring and allowing things to come in, because sometimes it's completely not the doing, it's the allowing and it's the being open that gives us what we need to go into what we want or what is for us. And so, Moving on to breakthrough, or breakthroughs if you will, how does that relate? Like, are they completely binary? Do we have a breakdown and then a breakthrough? I'm not really sure, I don't think it's linear, like everything, I like to think everything ebbs and flows in the ways in which it needs to, but the breakthrough for me is being open and allowing yourself to soften and be vulnerable and just allow whatever is to come, or saying yes to things that you would normally say no to, And it seems like when you have a breakdown, when things around you or the structures and the things that you believe or know to be true start to show cracks or crumble or disappear, and that could be anyone that's foundational in your life or anything, then you really do have the time and you do have the space, even though it's really hard to do something different or make or or see what you had that was foundational be replaced. It's the idea of remembering that everything is temporal and everything goes and flows and, and waves. And actually what might come may be much better than what you had. And I think that's one thing I would really like to share as a sentiment with, with talking about this is, no one can really guide you through, you guide yourself. People can give you their experience and you can listen and understand or try to learn about how to navigate your situation. But the only real thing I would love to share with my younger self or the version of me that was going through that the first time is that let it happen 
So in Japan, where I'm living currently, when a typhoon comes, the day after or the few days after is the most beautiful weather. You have the storm, you have the intense rain and wind, and then when it's past, you have the crisp, clear, fresh air, and you have the clear skies. And if we follow nature, if we use that as an analogy to see that through this storm, there is something that comes through and something that really shows you a different light. It's something to look forward to and it's something that we can keep focused on when we're going through the things that are really difficult to know that riding this wave, riding this storm, allowing things to be, allowing the emotions that you have to exist and accepting them, and then making space for whatever opens itself up to you or presents itself is gonna guide you in the right direction. And that's why I feel we call it a breakthrough because you have to get through it. And it doesn't sound fun, but anything that's difficult is worth it, I think. And there's no right or wrong way to navigate this situation, to navigate a difficult situation. But knowing that you have support, allowing yourself to be and feel and letting those know around you how you want to navigate it is the only way you can honor yourself and your journey. So thank you for listening to this episode. This one was a little bit different and once again, a bit more personal, but I think it was something I've really wanted to talk about when it comes to reframing how we look at breakdowns, especially societally, especially the way in which we may view them as a negative and how that's very binary and how we can really transform the way we look at things in order to change how we perceive it and how others perceive it so that we can reduce the stigma and really try our best to support and be there for each other as well as be there for ourselves. If you enjoyed this episode and know someone it might resonate with, please pass it on and let's continue to build this community. Thank you for listening to this episode and I hope to catch you on the next one as we continue to feeding our healthy minds.